everybody to the most delayed episode of M Class Email ever. Everybody. Yeah. We're late. Yeah. Fuck shit. Oh yeah. All right. Okay, now we're in the mood. Yeah. If you've never listened to M Class Email before, boy, this is gonna be a confusing intro, huh? You're confused. You don't. You're not. You're not cool. <laughs> I'm Jeff. Uh, I'm Josh. And people send us email. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, we listen read it. to them. Oh, read them. We read them. <laughs> I've often thought about the logistics of doing like a call-in show. That'd be cool, but it'd be weird. It'd be to sh- do. it'd be really shitty to um, edit because you'd have to yeah. edit in the calls. I mean, that wouldn't be too hard to do. Well, I mean, they let you make uh, like fake Skype numbers and shit that lead to uh, um, uh, voicemails. That's what they call them these days. One eight hundred Dick Boy. Dick Boys. <laughs> <laughs> or Dick Boys, like D I K Boys. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. We got it. Our first email is from Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, <laughs> aka Philly Cheesesteaks. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, spooky, scary. <laughs> it's entitled "It's Me, Philly Cheesesteaks: The First Incepting Particles of the Big Bang." Wow, that's you're so he's like God. That's crazy. Sal, you greet low Trek boys. Oh my god, already. <laughs> this is a long email, but it's not filled with dumb garbage this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright. <laughs> it's me, Philly Cheesesteaks. I've been using my email name or a bastardized version of it, but my avatar is really Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. So it's me, horrid smut creator and frothing at the mouth luxury gay space communist werewolf bar mitzvah. That you just said there was like substance, and we're talking about what your name is on Google. Spooky scary. I don't know what you're saying, Spivzy. This is not Spivzy. Spivzy cheesesteaks. This- Oh my god, Josh is sundowning. Josh is sundowning everybody. I've been talking so long. <laughs> I know you love my emails full of wordplay nonsense and that you look forward to more, but I realize I've never sent you one of those heartfelt, gushy, fuzzy feelings email about how great you guys are. All right, you're winning me over. All right. You guys are legitimately awesome. No. I enjoy your podcast wholeheartedly. I think your reviews of each episode are always interesting, and your podcast went from being a fallback for me from two other unnamed because unsponsoring podcasts <laughs> to being the main one I'm listening to. Email episode 99. <laughs> is, that the, is that his favorite that one? That was the turning point. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I also deeply appreciate that you took strong and clear stances related to Black Lives Matter and the police during the 2020 uprising and that Josh is very open about his depression. Yay! I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I have chemical depression, and it's been both interesting and reassuring to hear how you've dealt with your condition and how you accept and understand components of it are a lifelong struggle. Yeah, it's sort of, like, uh, horrible. Mm. (laughs) But also, I take drugs, and it's great! (laughs) Uh, I've had to re-explain this to my own dad multiple times to get him to understand, despite him being a family doctor. Ugh. So there's clearly a lot of pushback for people accepting and talking about it as a real condition that is more than just, oh, you need some sunshine. 
Yeah, I think my mom does that too. Like, I had to be like, yeah, this is like a forever. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it, uh, like for some reason people can't understand that the brain can have something wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think when it comes to parents, I think they don't want to admit that that's the case because I think there's some guilt, and I also think that they're in denial. <laughs> I think parents just don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared and said, go on and use some Zoloft on your brain that is scared? Wait. Oh, wow. I don't know. It's, a bad, it's a bad episode of email, too. Yeah, okay. I know. This is, we're not doing well today. Lastly, as an artist and a writer, I always appreciate hearing other artists talk about anything. But you guys both understand narrative structure as well and understand the basic who, what, where of good sci-fi and fantasy. So hearing your reviews of these episodes is always insightful and have more than once made me go, Hmm, I see. <laughs> it was all caps. So <laughs> That was really good. So thanks for being an awesome source of entertainment for me and for reading my ridiculous nonsense on the pod. <laughs> Signed, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah of the NCC. Her 3003s are pointy. A good ship. Oh, no, thank man, you so much. Are. That was a really nice email. I'm glad yeah. somebody likes this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you might send in a bad one next week after you hear the one we just did. Yeah, we did a bad job. It was. It turns out <laughs> it was horrible. What a horrible episode. Probably like if you didn't live it, it's fine. It's not our best hour. Yeah, but if you didn't we, live it, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um. <laughs> Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, thank you. That was uh, a lovely email to get. Like I've, uh, th- th- they also um, posted in the Discord that like a really nice thing as well that I saw when I signed in seven hundred years later. <laughs> uh, so I really appreciate that. Um, we we tend to get uh, very non glowing. When, when people talk about the podcast, it's very much like a secondary thing that they're not really that interested in most yeah. of the time. So it's nice to hear that we're really resonating with people for real. I hope we say some good things. I think we do. I mean, I don't think we would do it if we didn't. At least we think we're doing it. And that's all that matters to me, you know what I mean? All that matters to me is how big I think my dick is. Yeah, I'm the hero. <laughs> I'm the hero of the story, damn it. Yeah, I'm important. Thanks for that email. Werewolf, that werewolf email. McCheese Steaks. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, this one's from Spivzy. I'll f- uh, let's double check here real quick. Okay, yeah, it is from Spivzy. This one's from Spivzy, and it's titled, I got a book from the library with a chapter on Star Trek. What? Oh, That's well, crazy. Lottie fucking daw. Look at Mr. <laughs> library book over here. I have a library card. I read. I know how to read. <laughs> how do Trek boys? It it do it do be like it is. It do be like it is sometimes. So I got a book from the library recently called Myth, Legend, and Symbolism. I noticed you didn't put the Oxford comma in there, which I disagree with a yeah, lot. I'm I'm a big fan of the Oxford comma. It is very important. I thought it was going to be about you know symbolism and myths and legends. Uh, like what trees represent, things of that sort, turned out to be 
Uh, the author's stream of consciousness rambling about different subjects he spent, at best, four minutes researching. J.J. Abrams wrote this fucking thing? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I looked on Wikipedia, and I saw words, and I made a movie about it. <laughs> There's a chapter on Star Trek, and I need to share the pain. Oh, God. Uh, this is just one paragraph from it. I want you to try and pick out everything he got wrong. This is going to be good. Oh, boy. Quote, essentially, they are living in the age 300 years in the future at a time when the Americans, not Russians, we note, have constructed spacecraft which are capable of traveling at massive speeds so they can cross... It's not the Americans. No, it's, it's Earth. like the the Earth yeah. has become a single government. Also, there's a Russian on the ship. You dumb fucker. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, so they can cover millions of light years to visit faraway planets. So okay, we learn later that it is an Earthling scientist called Doctor Zephyrin Zephyrin Cochran, who is mostly drunk, <laughs> that invented warp speed. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Later in the series, we are... He's, he's all over the place. Later in the series, we are confronted with a new captain, Jean-Luc Pickard. Jean-Luc Pickard! <laughs> who has a second-in-command called Data. Nah, dog. Second-in-command is Will Riker. While Mr. Spock is a cross between a Vulcan and a human, and is entirely logical and has no ambition to be anything less... Mr. Data is an android, but does have a faint inkling that he would like to have emotions. He is capable of feeling anxiety, but has the facility to switch it off when ordered what to. What watched- show did this guy watch? He watched First Contact. He just oh. watched the movie. It's yeah, probably he- on HBO. That makes perfect sense. The author keeps switching between different subjects like this through the whole chapter, occasionally pausing to take the piss out of... Americans are talk about evolution not being real. Wow. What? <laughs> what? Jesus. All right, like the first one, okay, fine, yeah, great. We, we kind of deserve it recently a little bit, but the second one? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a wide breadth of dumbassery happening here. Yeah. Uh, who, what was the author, like, were they, where were they from? Or, like, what's the deal with them? Why are they mad? Why are you mad, bro? <laughs> Myth, legends, and symbolism. Don't put that comma in there. You'll get a wrong book. Uh, <laughs> I can't find this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking wild. I won't go into Star Wars chapter too much. Oh, God. But there is a part where he says Luke was frozen in cryotherapy when later brought back to life. And I can't think... What the hell? He's talking about the Bacta tank, probably. When he now gets... He, he thinks that... Or Han is He him. thinks that yeah. Han being frozen in the Carbonite was yeah. Luke. Anyway, that was Spivzy's review, a book that mentioned Star Trek at one point. It was shit. Bye-bye, Spivzy. I think I found it. Myth, Legends, and Symbolism by W.A. Sumner. Ooh, that's a really good name. Uh, It's... 496 pages it Where's was published the... in 2019 Jesus Christ is it like a joke is it supposed to be like a joke um no there are no reviews why did <laughs> why does what there are no reviews of this book I, di- I didn't think that happened 
Man, just goes to show you that, like, even, like, people put a lot of weight on books, you know? Like, a book, well, they think, like, editors have to look at it and shit, but, like, not anymore. Books are just like the internet now. Like, you can just make your own book. I guess it's it can, true, especially through Amazon. You can just get yeah. shit made. You which can just, is, like, like, my absolute fallback if I don't figure out how to get published this year. Yeah. I'm just gonna fucking publish on Amazon, I guess. <laughs> Well, just do whatever you want. Just say that Luke is Han and fucking Star Trek is an American propaganda show. <laughs> I don't it know. Is. Oh it is. It is God. <laughs> this is a big email. Yeah, this is large. Whole, it's like two sized. <laughs> it's two sized. Uh, let me look something up real quick before I say it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part. Oh, that's a name for a sandwich? What the fuck? Uh, the, the ship name? Spucky. Oh, it's Spucky. Yeah, it's from Pittsburgh, I think. Jesus. Is it from Pittsburgh? I didn't I didn't hear that the whole time I was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> hmm. uh, this email is from uh, Sully Sullivan. Nomar Sully Sullivan. Hey there, Nomar. Uh, it's about them Spuckies. <laughs> hey there, Trek boys. On the space pike, rocking my Larry Bird special Converse <laughs> gravity boots. Heading back in my starship from the packy where I got a six uh, Samuel Adams wicked cocked Cali Fowl Romulan ale. Cali Fowl. <laughs> After listening to Sweet Caroline in its best version. I'm like mixing my. It's shit. hard to keep a Boston yeah. accent. You've not experienced Neil Diamond unless you heard his songs in the original Klingon. <laughs> I started catching up on past M Class email episodes. I couldn't help but hear way back in episode 87 that you guys never hired a Spuckies before. And I was like, no, sir. <laughs> All right, so they're from Boston, I'm gathering. <laughs> The reason they're called that is the bread. It's on Spuckadella bread. You it's not sliced all the way through, so you gotta stuff the meat in hotter than Richard Gere Ninth and those tribbles, allegedly. Oh, <laughs> uh, because he put hamsters up his butt. Uh, they're really not too common. You're more likely to have a grinder or a fluffanutter. <laughs> For the latter, I say ditch the fluff. Like Tom Brady ditched us until 2169 when he came back and won 19 more Super Bowls with the Space Triots. <laughs> oh my god. Space Triots is really good. <laughs> Dude, that is funny. Might I say his new line of Duncan replicators is wicked dank. Anyway. Wait, where was I? Oh yeah. Ditch the fluff slash jelly for fresh blueberries and put it on rye. Jesus. Peanut butter and blueberries on rye. More delicious than Marky Mark's luscious linguica. <laughs> linguisa in Boogie Nights. <laughs> this is not culture. This is not a culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm man. just doing like a Brooklyn accent with nah, like fucking. Dude, it's all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> I got a trick question for you guys. We've, we've seen some brands survive into the 24th century, like Dom Perignon and Levi's. Mm. Then we also see Nokia, Budweiser, the Beastie Boys, and Glenn Fittich in the JJ voice. 
All because George Kirk died. Fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. In a post-capitalist society 400 years and several nuclear wars later, which (laughs) brands do you think are too popular to at least not have a replicator version and could provide some product placement or uh, connections to the modern audience? (laughs) Which one would you guys want to survive? Which ones do you want to collapse worse than the 04 Yankees? Nice. I like that reference. 2304, that is. (laughs) Stadium. (laughs) Stadium mysteriously crumbled. A Ferengi who bet Latinum on them not winning in seven. He specified not winning, so death technically counts. (laughs) If this is too broad, perhaps narrowed down to snack, fashion item, fast food establishment, soft drink, and not so soft drink. Gotta go, miss my turn, and gotta bang a Yui at the Poucha Cluster. <laughs> Dude. In Sonoma, Sully Sullivan, navigator that's, on the USS Chappaquiddick. That's the most Boston fucking shit I've ever read. Uh, the whole time I just wanted to do this fucking stupid character, this, this like Brooklyn accent stupid character, where I had this idea to do educational videos about Leonardo da Vinci's life hosted by his great 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 grandson Leo da Vinci (laughs) hey welcome to my show it's me Leo da Vinci (laughs) that's pretty good I like that today we're gonna talk about my great great grandpaps (laughs) Leonardo da Vinci it's me Leo da Vinci and he's like in his green screen it's just him with a fake beard (laughs) It's me, Leonardo da Vinci. Thanks for introducing me, grandson. You're looking pretty hard today. Thanks, pops. <laughs> so, uh, if you want one snack, one uh, fashion item, one fast food establishment, one soft drink, one not so soft the, drink the to two make big it to the ones. days. The two big ones, right? Fast food, McDonald's, obviously. You and think Coke. McDonald's is going to last? McDonald's and Coke, I think they wouldn't be like stores, but they would be in the replicators, right? Sure. They would be like, do you want like a weird hamburger from this time when like people drove up and picked up hamburgers out of a window? <laughs> God, that sounds so strange when you say it. That it's way. weird, right? Yeah. Uh, snack though. Oh man, Can- probably candy, like Hershey's, right? Like yeah, this is what you would want, not what you think. Oh, I'm just doing what I think would. Well, I would mean, that was last. part of the question too, actually. So yeah, I mean, what I would want, like, I mean, Dunkaroos, but they're not even available now. Hardly yes, they are. <laughs> I know I have them. I got a whole they're, pack. They're of still them. fun. I still, I didn't realize as a kid that it's just cake frosting. Yeah. But it's cake frosting. It's delicious. And they're not kangaroos anymore. They're just D-coins, de- yeah. like coins. I think everybody knows that I would want Pepsi to survive. I'm yeah, a big Pepsi's Pepsi better boy. than Coke. Pepsi is better than Coke. Um, what fast food establishment would I want to survive? Taco Bell won the franchise wars. Taco Bell does win the franchise wars. Like two years ago. I actually really like KFC. I've never had KFC. Can you believe that? Uh, yeah. Never. Ha- I've never been to one. I, I believe whatever you tell me. <laughs> wow, really? Fashion item, hat. <laughs> yeah, baseball hat, yeah. Hat survives. Hat survives. Uh, uh, jeans, but like, I guess they're already in Star Trek. I don't remember that. Shoes. People still like shoes in the future. <laughs> oh, like Victoria's Secret probably survives, right? That's like, probably true. You know? 
That probably is the thing still. Um, Nikes probably survive. The Yankees. Nikes. Uh, yeah, Nikes probably survive. I imagine Converse are going to come and go. They always come and go. Yeah. I've been wearing Converse for like uh, over a decade at this point. Easy. I stopped because my feet get too cold. Oh, Grampy's feet get cold. <laughs> so sleepy. I'm sleepy too, man. I'm sleepy as fuck. I do love that um, uh, Sully Sullivan here let, uh, has an English translation. Yeah, we're not reading that. Of the entire email. That's really funny to me. First of all, you just wrote it in perfectly clear Bostonian. Which I, would, I would like to apologize to everyone who's listening to this who's from Boston, but eh, you're from Boston. Yeah, I'm not apologizing to those Celtic-loving fucks. Get fucked, Bruins. Eat shit, Patriots. Damn. Go, Birds. Fuck you. <laughs> Super Bowl well, 52, we, we know when, bitch. We know where Josh is from. Super Bowl 52. I don't know. I'm never a big fan of people who are, like, really proud of where they're from and base yeah. most of their personality on it, and that's yeah, a big like Boston thing. So Yeah. Not in Philly, though. Nobody does. <laughs> no, nobody does that in Philly except everyone I've met from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's funny. maybe it's because i come from nowhere that i feel that way so you can chalk it up to that that might be true <laughs> what's that next email lieutenant fresh rye uh it says on the mend well there trek boys day of my carpal tunnel surgery is fast approaching he's getting surgery for his man i probably should honestly and with my wrist soon to be uh sore and immobile I shall be in a horny jail of my... <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. You know there's solutions for that. We could we could discuss that later. Sure. <laughs> Hopefully after I heal, I'll be able to give Rookie of the Year level hand jobs. <laughs> Damn. Funky butt loving. <laughs> While I recuperate, I'll be sure to listen... To all the sex nanigans, Dick Hard, Jizco, and Janeway with Pierce Nipples will get into uh, with this horny jail collection. Keep on trekking on, Lieutenant Fresh Rye, chief sweet vulnerable butt haver aboard the USS Funky Butt Oven. There you go. I love that it's Dick Hard, Jizco, and Janeway with Pierce Nipples. <laughs> That's pretty hot. She probably does have Pierce Nipples. It should be Bangway, right? Yeah, or like... Jizway? Uh, yeah, Jizway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I see why it became Janeway with yeah. Pierce Nipples. Yeah, it's better. Thanks for the email, Fresh Rye. I hope that your carpal tunnel surgery goes well and you'll be healed extremely quickly. Yeah, me too. I don't... I have not been officially... Um... Uh, diagnosed with carpal tunnel. It's just I have all the symptoms. So I have sure arthritis in my hands from my hands breaking and stuff. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, when it gets cold and damp, my hand uh, where my pinky snapped my ligaments, it gets real sore and sucks stiff. I think I've told the story on here before that like I broke my um, right pinky knuckle. Like and, pinochle. Huh? <laughs> Playing pinochle. No, I was attacked by a Rottweiler and I punched in the head. Whoa! That's metal <laughs> as fuck! 
Uh, the doctors would not believe that what ha- that's what happened to me. They thought you like hit a wall or something. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom had a sh- like got a shelter Rottweiler after her Rottweiler passed away, and this Rottweiler was nowhere near as nice as the I previous wonder why, one. I wonder why some people don't like doctors. Do you ever wonder that? I do wonder. It seems maybe like they it's just think you're lying to them for no maybe, reason. Yeah, maybe sometimes they just like decide stuff, and that's like not the way it is. But you know, like, whatever. I, I was I told them the same story. Like I was I took my mom i went and visited my mom from college and i took the dog out and the dog seemed perfectly fine was just sniffing around you know did the business and then turned around and started growling at me it didn't like something about and you. i was like yo what's up and the dog lunged at me knocked me over and started going for my throat the fuck man and i tried to hold her off of me and she was like stronger than me so i punched her in the head twice and then she ran off and then the I started time? screaming because I broke my knuckle. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. And that's then the crazy. dog wandered back and went inside before I got inside. <laughs> my mom was like, where did you come from? That's wild. What and happened then? then? Uh, I went inside and uh, my mom was like, oh, it, it's like swelling. It looks like you broke it. And she was like, I'll take you to the doctor tomorrow. Because it was like midnight. Man. Then I went to the doctor the next day and they called me a liar. Yeah. That's cool. They were like, ah, you nerd. You don't know how to punch. That dude, the dog was like, I can smell the liberal cuck college on you. (laughs) Liberal learning center. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty much. (laughs) Our next email is from Poppy. Poppy! And it's entitled, Bigfoot doesn't need this. Damn right. Oh, oh, Trek Voyagers. Nice. I like that. Star Trek Voyager. In 2021, which was not a real year and never happened, I watched most of Star Trek Voyager. Most because I fell asleep, wandered off, or skipped several episodes. But hey, I tried. An effort was made. Here's my main takeaway. They keep saying Tubok. Granted, V and B are hard to distinguish, but I think the cast of Voyager are fucking around. I never noticed that, but now I'm going to hear it. Tubok. Tubok. I'm hankering to watch some Trekkity tracks, but since the balkanization of streaming, I'm left with only the media I have in my collection. Because I refuse to pay for another damn channel. Yeah. Yeah. I got really mad last night. I got Jeff mad about Paramount when I was watching the episode. I, every time I boot up Paramount, I'm like, oh, I'm such a fucking sellout. They had a commercial for a game, and I was like, we, we pay for no commercials. Like, we, That's what makes me so mad. It's, we dude, pay for no commercials, and there's still one before every show we watch. Dude, it's so... It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Because that's, that's what they've done, right? Is recreate yeah. cable TV. Yep. Hooray! Yep. I need someone to mash up a DVD player with a 100 disc changer. Did those ever exist? <laughs> I know fancy people had disc changers in cars, but I didn't even have a car with a a, a hem built-in CD player until like six years ago. Yeah, but were multi-disc DVD players ever a thing? Probably. I, I seem to remember someone jury rigging one, but I don't think they like really existed. You could probably get them from like entertainment companies right like i'm sure that they had some similar things to that Uh, i could load all of my tos dvds in there and pretend i have my own streaming startup 
I'll call it Bigfoot doesn't need this and grift venture capitalists out of their stupid money, just like Netflix and Uber. <laughs> Damn, I love this. This Poppy Uber. rules. I love when Poppy gets mad. Hell yeah. Signed, Lieutenant Poppy, litter box attendant, USS Catfort. Nice. P.S. I don't know what this means, but it was in the email draft, and to be honest, it was the best part. Ha ha, titular character. <laughs> I'm glad you saved that for us. <laughs> Should we go to the next one? Yeah. There's no question there. So we'll All go right. to the next one. Who's next, that from? Next email is from Poppy. And it's still <gasps> titled, Bigfoot still doesn't need this. Uh, so my Gmail is acting super weird, but it might be my phone too. Lots of weird shit lately. True that. Anyway, Gmail took the liberty of cutting a whole chunk out of the last email but it wasn't anything spectacular. I just wanted on the record that whatever I said, I said. I did say, but I didn't say it that way. <laughs> Feel free to interpret that god-awful sentence in whatever way. I'm not saying I said that, but I said that. God damn it, I'm tired. <laughs> Take care, y'all Trek boys out there. What a great email. That Thank you. <laughs> I just want it on record that whatever I says I said, I did say, but I didn't say it that way. Nah, man, we're going to go back to pirating soon. Like, I'm real close to just, like, stealing shit. Like, Steal I, like, it. I don't want to go back to cable. Like, that's a no, nightmare. I don't, I don't either. I don't want that. It's bad enough, like, music is streaming. You know what I mean? Like, it's bad enough, like, I just, uh, God, I don't know. Trek Voyagers. <laughs> so good. I really like that. Yeah. Our next email is from Eric. Eric Garrett. And it's entitled, Emergency Filler Email That Escalates Quickly. Okay. Yo, Trek dudes. So Quark is voice voicing the devil in the Cuphead show. Have you seen this? Did you hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Jay Leno. Uh, I didn't know Quark was voicing the either. devil because I played Cuphead a lot, the sh the game, and I yeah. keep telling myself I'm going to watch the show, but it premiered really close to Elden Ring coming out, so I haven't done anything is it besides on? Elden Ring. What is it on? I think HBO. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Let's find out. The Cuphead show. Does Armin Shimmerman say, thank you? <laughs> That's all uh, I remember. The Cuphead show, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Because Netflix uh, paid for it. <laughs> Good. I've only watched two episodes, but something feels off. It's very well drawn and animated, but something about the writing is rubbing me the wrong way. Any thoughts? I have not seen it. We haven't seen it. I didn't even know it was out, man. As I said, Armin Shimmerman is part of the cast, so this qualifies as Trek talk. I'll see you in court. XOXOXO. <laughs> Eric, a.k.a. Lieutenant Junior Grade French Yacoub of the USS Croissant. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Also, uh, just so Yacoub has someone different to be mad at this time, Eric misspelled your name. <laughs> he spelled it with an L. Lacoub. Maybe that's the joke. Because he's French. That's an I, you dingus. He's French. 
You wingus. Uh, no, I watched Lower Decks this week, and I thought it was good. So that's what I was doing. I still haven't watched... Like I said, I've been playing Elden Ring anytime I have any free time. So I think I think we should start doing episodes of it, honestly. I think it's pretty decent, man. It's... it's uh, I mean, it's... It's not Rick and Morty. I'll say that. Like it well, is. That's that. good because yeah. I don't like Rick and Morty very yeah. much. It's it's not like it's drawn like that. And it it's funny. Like it's got jokes, but it's not like. Oh, it's got jokes. It's got some jokes. Some of them I I laughed at. It's more like Adventure Time than Rick and Morty, which well, is weird. Um, I always mean to give it a shot. I mean, uh, I was having a, a time keeping up with the conversation you and Bam were having in my DMs. Yeah, sorry about, about that. While I was while I was trying to fight a boss in Elden Ring, I was like, "Damn, I would really like to be a part of this conversation, but I am being stomped to death." Well, by you got to put horse. down the sword and pick up the pen, Jeff. There's no pause in Elden Ring. <laughs> what the fuck kind of game doesn't have a pause? There's no, there's not been a pause in a FromSoft game oh my uh, since before Demon Souls. For the and PS3. I'm supposed to want to play this game? Uh, I guess not. If you're <laughs> reacting this way. <laughs> How do you pause? You don't. How do you stop playing? Where do you do it? How do you, you find you a safe spot oh and then you god. can do whatever you need to do? Oh my god. Like there's a if you press pause it brings up a menu but the world does not stop moving. Just like in real life, man. Yeah. So like you can pause and go through your inventory and everything but you don't want to do that next to enemies. Great. Uh, people always react that way when they first find out, too. They're like, what? I know. <laughs> a game without a pause? What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? What are you gonna do? Watch it on your phone? What, are you gonna play Elden Ring on your fucking phone? Um, I'll see you in court, Eric. <laughs> fucker i'll tell you what um when i do watch the cuphead show i'll take a few minutes aside on something to talk about it yeah i want to watch it now i'm a big i'm a big fan of the cuphead video game that like visual style of like 1930s like pre looney tunes cartoons is so fucking like i'm gonna smoke weed and watch it and get freaked out because that shit's scary to me I, I had, like, a fucking surreal experience with Cuphead the other day. Were you playing uh, it? No, I was just, like, scrolling through my feed on Twitter, and in Cuphead, King Dice is one of the villains. Yeah. And he's based entirely on the, like, jazz singer Cab Calloway. Yeah. Like, he's he's just drawn, like, Cab Calloway with dice for a head. Uh-huh. And someone was like, here's my human take on King Dice. <laughs> and they had accidentally drawn Cab Calloway without ever knowing who he was. That's great. That's really interesting. I was like, yeah, this is like a weird social experience. Yeah. It's also kind of like dumb because they didn't look up if he was, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you well, didn't like, I mean, think. it's not like it's a secret. It says it yeah. on the Wikipedia article. Like, this character was based on Cab Calloway. Right. Yeah. That's funny, though. <laughs> um, that's all you're getting because we haven't seen it. Sorry. I'm going to read the next email. <laughs> yeah. Next email is from Ryan. Rian. Rian. It's actually, Sorry. it's actually Rian. Rian. Okay. Just a little something is the title. A little title. something. My dearest Trick Boys. Trick Boys. 
I am a bit behind on the pod, but very active in the Discord, so I heard about you're getting some stupid emails. Yeah. I just want to say I really love the podcast and you both. Jeff, your art is amazing and seems to get better every week. Don't feel pressure to read this in emails. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, too late. <laughs> I just wanted you to know I appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. I told I, him to say that, so I get credit, too. Yeah, thank you, too. Well, like, um, <laughs> there was a little string. I think I told you about it, like, not long ago, where, like, a quarter of the emails we got were, like, were from, like, burner accounts, and it was just, yeah. like, you guys are idiots. Discovery rules. Oh, uh, we shit. were getting shit on, but, yeah. Yeah, you fucking... Uh, somebody called me inbred. Oh, in one of them. Clever. That's super clever. I was like, just cause I fuck my cousin. <laughs> and don't knock until you try it. Um, <laughs> somebody called me inbred in it, and uh, they thought they were real clever. They called you a soulless ginger. Oh, uh, because that's the stuff South Park. Yeah. <laughs> that show's funny. We like. We got, like, four or five all together over the course of a month or so. Were they and all from, like, so-and-so at discoveryproductionteam.com? <laughs> Most of them were Hotmail accounts that were just, like, Genie373 <laughs> or, like, 126789 at hotmail.com. Man, we got really... We got shown. Yeah. I, I just deleted who, them. I wonder who sent them. <laughs> I don't know. Disgruntled employees at CBS. <laughs> they our go climb a rock short was too good. I know why they. Uh, I know why they flagged us for that because it's in lower decks. They one of them wears it. Oh, okay. That so makes they sense. thought they were gonna sell it or whatever. That makes sense. In reference to the pretend friends intermission where they talk about uncommon canon, my question is: I don't remember what the, the hell that is. <laughs> Wasn't that a show that? Um, uh. I, I fucking forgot Kevin Cole's name for a quick That's second. That's fine. <laughs> Wasn't that a thing that Kevin Cole did where he was like, what yeah. is like the movie that like is in your canon of movies that wouldn't be in other people's? Like your oh, uncommon yeah. canon. Yeah. I'm a, what, what episode of Trek would you describe to be your uncommon canon? AKA an episode that may not be generally regarded as the best, but you love. Also, if this got already asked, I'm sorry. No, it didn't. No, I don't think so. And if it was, it was so long ago, we don't yeah. remember. I don't know. Uh, not naked now. <laughs> no. No, uh, not naked now. Um, Enterprise. There's the Enterprise episode where the like they get attacked by the Alachi. They don't have names yet. That one's pretty good. I like that one. I, I feel like it might be in the canon of TOS episodes that people have, but I don't know. The um, Devil in the Dark with the Horda is like one of my absolute yeah. favorite it's Star Trek episodes, not just TOS episodes. The pizza, his pizza. The evil, the what we think is the evil pizza, but is actually a good pizza. It's the good pizza, yeah. Um, <laughs> for TNG, I actually really love the episode where uh, the little kid is like projecting the illusions on Riker. Oh yeah, that one's awesome. I, like, I really like that episode. I like the one with Data too, where he goes to the planet with that little girl, and she's like, oh, "He's the Ice Man." No, that one is great too. Oh I, yeah, I, the one we did uh, not long ago. We did that one. 
No, I think I just watched it not long ago. <laughs> it's hard to know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, the little girl who was sending signals, and, like, it becomes, like, a matter of conscience now. Yeah. Like, do they let her die? Yeah, then they go... Even though it breaks the Prime Directive. Yup. That's a good one. That man. is a good one. Those are both really good ones. Um, the episode... Like, any Barkley episode is a part of my canon. <laughs> I love a Barkley episode, but especially the one where he becomes super intelligent and hooks his brain up to the computer. Yeah, that one's really good. I love that episode. Deep Space Nine, there's like all good ones, so it's That's hard. True. The canon of Deep Space Nine is like season three onward. Yeah, I would say like maybe like an uncommon one would be the one with the the chance ball. The ball that changes probability or oh, whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. a really cool concept. I really like that concept. I it might not be uncommon canon, but I feel like it's at least somewhat uncommon canon. Is the episode where it, people make jokes about it, but it's the one where uh, Quark and, or Nog and Jake are doing all the trading. Yeah, that one's bolts. great. That one is so good. I really like that. Man, one. you're killing oh, it. These are all great. What about Voyager? Non-Voyager? <laughs> um, the one where they find Amelia Earhart. I actually like that episode. I, it's stupid, and I like it. <laughs> I think you know which one I'm going to pick. <laughs> which one? Warp 10 Catfish, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, oh, man. the My absolute canon for Enterprise has to have the episode where the Tellarite kidnaps Archer. Yeah, that one's good. Bounty, I think Bounty. it's called. We did do that one, I think. Yeah, because like, Tellarites have so little screen time in Enterprise, but they're done so well. Yeah. That... I like anyone with Shran is good. Oh yeah, Shran is always great. He's great. In the same way... The Deep Space Nine episode where Moogie gets kidnapped and Iggy pops in it. <laughs> That's a great one. That is definitely Magnificent Ferengi. Yeah, Magnificent Ferengi. <laughs> which was one of my favorite episode arts that I've done. Oh, I don't remember it. I'm it's sorry. the one where it has like the um, five-way split screen and it's oh. showing a little scene with every Ferengi. That one is good. They're That's all good. Favorite. Thank you. <laughs> Love you and keep tracking Rion, a.k.a. Rion's, a.k.a. winner of the fan art contest. That's true. The Hell first yeah. fan art contest we did, Rion. Flex that shit. Won um, by making the two little finger puppets of us. That's right. Which, uh, are, which mine is wildly inaccurate since I shaved my head. <laughs> That's okay. We uh, all have to make that super sacrifice. fucking cute. At a, at a certain point, like... If yeah. somebody was like, oh, you're trying to copy Josh, I'd be like, Mother Nature made me copy Josh, Mother dude. Nature made me copy everyone who's ever gone bald. I'm just glad that it mostly from afar looks like I've got a regular buzz cut. When you get up close, you're like, mm, the top's a little thinner than the sides. Nah, man, <laughs> my hair is, it's, there's like a window, right, where it looks kind of good like that for like a day. <laughs> maybe mm. two, maybe two days, like right? Mine lasts a week. Yeah. Like, Crystal cuts my hair every week. What? Yeah. It's really cool of her, and I really appreciate it. I don't... I gotta do my own. Ugh. Dumbo. This sucks. got married. Fuck! <laughs> Our next email is from Fedco. 
And it's entitled it's entitled Worst Guy. <laughs> okay. Hey, who's the worst coworker you've ever had? What's your mother's maiden name in the three digits on the back of your credit card? What? The end. And we've what? got some great autofill responses here from Google. Lol. Uh, lol. I don't know. And why? why? I'm going to say why. <laughs> I, I would send lol, personally. Why? That's how I'm saying it. Why? <laughs> um, the worst coworker I've ever had. I've had a lot of really shitty coworkers. Yeah. Like, I had this coworker. Her name was Brenda. Of course. And she's exactly like you imagine her now. Oh, jeez. In your head, in your mind's eye. And she got me fired because of a fuck-up she made. Her and her friend made. That's a typical Brenda move. Uh, I was the only graphic designer for a t-shirt printing company. Mm -hmm. And I've told this story before, but just fucking strap in if you heard it before. It takes two seconds. Okay. And um, I printed off the design sheets, like... uh, the design had to be in three different colors. So it was like a skull, some text, and the skull's teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I put them in a folder, and I put them on the, the leave area downstairs in the printing department that every job is left at. Yeah. I set it on top of a job that got printed perfectly fine afterwards. And I got up, and I went home. And I came in the next day, and they're telling me that they found that I did not turn the job in, that they found a uh, print off in the tra- near the trash can on my desk that was wrong. It turned out, and they didn't realize, and they printed five hundred copies of it. <laughs> and somehow this was my fault. Oh yeah, that's definitely your fault. And I got fired for it. Because and I mostly got fired because they were like, We want you to take responsibility for your mistake. And I was like, I didn't make a mistake. That's exactly what I would do. I'd be like, like I stood uh, also, my ground. Also it's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> who, like who like cares? I stood my ground and I was like, Look, like you guys are can't parade me in front of this client and tell them it's my fault. And yeah. And they tried to do that anyway when they fired me. <laughs> they brought me into the room and the client was sitting in there. And I'd like, yeah, we're like, to let you go because of this mistake. And I was like, well, I would like it on the record that uh, this is what happened. It was your mistake. And yeah. you owe this guy 500 shirts. <laughs> so. <laughs> and the guy looked at my boss like real mad when that's, I left. That's amazing. Because they wanted me to, like, kowtow to this guy and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I made yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Fuck that That was probably shit. my worst co-worker ever. My worst oh, co-worker? Also, at that job, a dude half my height threatened to beat the shit out of me. Of course he did, because he's small. Small boys always like, want to fight. I'm, I'm standing head and shoulders above this pasty little guy, <laughs> and he's like... Threatening to beat the shit out of me because of a mistake he made. Man, isn't like work culture just the best? Isn't it like so great that people do this stuff in a public work setting? I love it. Capitalism rules. It is great. I love. It's not all the of it. last time somebody would threaten to beat the shit out of me on a job. <laughs> it was me. I did, but I said fuck the shit out of you, not beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Well, I told the story about my manager at a C- at a uh, CVS locking me in a room with him and saying he was going to beat the shit out of me unless I took my shirt off and gave it to him. What? Why? I walked out of the store with no shirt on. Why? 
Because I was quitting and he was mad about it. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking wild. I'd have been like, uh, I'm going to call He didn't get police. fired either. As far as I know, he's still the manager there. Well, that's good for him. <laughs> they called him, they, like, somebody, one of his friends at, the, at CVS headquarters called me on the phone and was like, yo, we saw the video and everything. You didn't feel threatened, did you? He's much smaller and older than you, so you'd have to be really weak to feel threatened by that, oh. right? Oh, that doesn't was, feeling threatened doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that someone's threatening you. Yeah, I was like, well, I was locked in a room with a, with my manager who has full power over my position, so I didn't feel great about it. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, you're a big guy though. You knew you were had nothing to be afraid of. Mm. And I was like, I straight up was like, look, if you want to dismiss this and just let him keep his job. I'll let you know that he won't last another year there acting this way with people. Because I'm not the first, nor will I be the last. You're better to, than I am, man. I'd been like, uh, no, I'm a big pussy, and I felt threatened. And I was just like, you can let him off the hook for this one if you want, but I'm not the first, nor will I be the last. So if you want to continuously deal with this, keep him on. And they did. <laughs> My worst coworker, Nick Murphy. I'm just kidding. Oh no! I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. I never. Uh, I don't. I guess I probably had some. Maybe I blocked him out of my brain or something. I don't know. I had coworkers who wanted to sleep with me. I hold on to it too long. I'm too petty. <laughs> uh, wait, is it me now? Yeah. It's you to say what worst coworker you ever. Oh, had. I don't know. I don't have one. Nick Murphy. <laughs> no, there's probably one I could say, but I'm not going to say it. because That's it, true. It's good. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about that, but yeah, that one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's that next email? Uh, it's from Honey, Honesty, Honesty Waffle. Waffle. And they uh, say it's e- email requests. Good job. Good title. Hey, Trek Thank Boys. You. It's been a long time since my last email. And it's been a long time <laughs> since my last email. And seeing as Jeff was over there on the Discord telling us that there were only four emails whilst the world's smallest space violin played. Wow. Damn. <laughs> I thought to myself, Jesus, Mary and Joseph and the orphans. Fine, I'll send an email. I did feel guilty that you only had four, so I guess it worked, Jeff. I hope you're proud. You spelled your wrong here. Some uh, wrong your. I just I just gave the opportunity for people to get their emails read. You trek bigot. Why well, you gotta treat you me this used, way? You used the wrong your. <laughs> now I'm a data. So anyway, how's it going, fellas? Great. It was going a lot better before that last sentence. I will say that. <laughs> What's new in the world of M class, and why should we all care? This is a terrible email. This is a mean, mean email. Oh, I guess for our fans of the show, maybe that's why. Okay, you kind of is saving it. Who knows? You should know. I mean, who knows anything anymore? <laughs> this is depressing. The world is on the brink of annihilation for the second time in two years. Well, maybe the first time in two years. I don't think COVID really was like the brink of annihilation. Just we had to sit inside and watch Netflix. <laughs> but hey, at least we still have you two. And you know what? You got us, babes. Do we? 
Yeah, it's a genuine question now. <laughs> I was very sad to hear word that you guys get unfriendly messages. I don't kind of like this one actually. <laughs> I don't understand some people or why any people, in fact, or any people, in fact. But you don't deserve that kind of shabby treatment. So I hope you don't let it get you down. What the, what's the nicest thing a stranger has ever done for you? A man once gave me my wallet that I dropped. That was pretty nice. That is pretty nice. I'm just kidding. Those emails were a lot meaner than this one. (laughs) A lot more direct about it. (laughs) Well, I have to go now. Mom keeps calling me to Astrometrics and my cousin, Ensign Joe, okay, said she's still mad about the bridge party we had last week. That's where you play the card game Bridge on the Bridge. This is a four out of ten email. Keep on trekking. Honesty Waffle. Commander Honesty Waffle. USS Nepotism. All right, what's the... Uh, his name... The name is Honesty Waffle. Yeah, there you honesty. go. Honesty. This is a very honest email, and I appreciate honesty. Um, uh, the, What's the nicest thing a stranger's ever done? A stranger. Someone gave me a stranger once. <laughs> that was you, That's... dummy. You just oh, sat yeah. on your hand. <laughs> No, it was a, it was a mysterious stranger. <laughs> um, God, man, I don't. This is terrible that I don't know. I'm probably, I don't know. Fuck, <laughs> I I can't think of anything. Maybe like jump my car or something. I dude, I don't know. Let me use their phone. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think here. I pushed a guy's fucking BMW up a snowy hill one time. That's the nicest thing I've ever done for somebody. I'm always doing nice shit for people, and no one's doing nice shit for me. How about that? How about that for an answer? (laughs) I'm going out of my way to be nice, and people go out of their way to just suck a dick. That's what what I think. This is true. That's my answer. Um, Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I don't know. I feel like there's there's a lot of like holding doors open. Like yeah. when I was a kid, uh, I would like I got stranded uh, with no bus fare, and like an adult gave me a dollar. You were a homeless boy. You were just yeah. a, a busker, homeless busking. I was I was gonna be homeless if I couldn't get the fuck home. Yeah, like, man. that sucks. Um, I. Yeah, I guess uh, strangers haven't been very nice to me. Do life. glory holes count? I don't think so. That's sort of like a contract. It's well, I mean that contract can be broken very easily. Oral contracts usually are. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! And I set that up perfectly. Damn! <laughs> set them up, knock them down. <laughs> Uh, I definitely didn't mean to guilt anybody into sending in a passive aggressive email. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I was just like, hey, if you guys want to send in an email, we only got four. So yeah, now's the time. That's what that means. Like now's the time. If you want something read, it'll be yeah, read. Yeah, if we only had four emails, we probably still would have done the show. We've did it with five, so it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Am I doing the next one too? <laughs> Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the orphans. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was very Irish. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and do the next one. Aaron, it's from Aaron. 
I'm not going to say their name, last name, because I don't want It wanna... says it down here. I know, but I'm just it's from Aaron. Definitely not spam. Stop asking. Okay. <laughs> hey there, Trek boys. Big fan of calls to action here. Oh, we're getting another one. <laughs> the Naked Now is a weird episode that refuses, reuses the plot of The Naked Time, either because Rodberry really thought that first episode could use a bit more horny, or they just straight up ran out of ideas by Checks Notes Season 1, Episode 3. <laughs> yeah. I think he just really liked it. And he wanted yeah, it to I be think more he was horny. Big into it. Yeah, he wanted there to be sex. A lot of folks give remakes and redos a lot of shit, and for good reason. Typically, a remake is nothing more than a cash grab using a beloved property's already established fan base to ensure an audience and saving time and money by alleviating or removing the post-production process of writing. Damn, you got through that like a champ. Yeah, that was a big one. But as someone whose favorite film is John Carpenter's The Thing, that doesn't really count. It's, it's, as, it's as loose of a remake yeah, yeah. as you could possibly have. It's a remake, technically. Like, yeah. Uh, a remake of a film a, a adaptation of a short story and whose favorite video game is Majora's Mask, an asset flip developed in about a year. It also doesn't super count. I would be wrong to say... That when done right, a remake can really shine through as something special. All those I don't think I would consider remakes, what you just said. But that's the just thing, The thing from another world is, like, incredibly far away from John Carpenter's The Thing. And, I mean, if, you're, if that counts as a remake, like, straight up, then I think remakes can be better than the original exactly, material. Exactly, exactly. But um, I, I think it's an... It's so far removed from the original material. They just wanted to use the name and part of the short story. I would say Dread also. Such a better movie than Judge Dread. Well, Dread, isn't a, Dread isn't a remake. No. Dread is but, a, a comic book adaptation yeah. that they tried again. Yeah. It, it, it sort of feels like a remake. I, I, I kind of would put it in with these. Like it, It's like technically-ish. <laughs> I guess I think that's called a reboot when you do a, a comic. reboot, but reboots are bad. Uh, I don't know. Well, not always. I mean, if the original thing you're rebooting was bad, a la Judge Dredd, yeah, then you can reboot and make it. Good. Well, I mean, like also the new Spider-Man movies are a reboot of the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, except they're not anymore. No, well, they, they are. It's well, just they they exist not, in multiple though. universes yeah. now. Tell me, Which boys. Which was always true when you think about I mean, it. Yeah, when you think about it. <laughs> Tell me, boys, is there anything you can think of that holds a special place in your heart that is either derivative, we just said this, or some, of something that has come before, like a remake or a reimagining or something made, pieced together from uh, another form of pre-existing media, like a video game mod or a Linkin Park Dragon Ball Z AMV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, you just said that one. That's the best one. Fucking Broly to Linkin Park. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dread is great. I love Dread so much. That movie rules. Uh, I've, talk I've talked about this before, which is my catchphrase. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a manga called Pluto that is um, a retelling of a story from Astro Boy called The Greatest Robot on Earth. Yeah. And in Astro Boy, it's just a bunch of robots in a tournament, and there's like a mysterious, ultra-powerful robot that's killing them off behind the scenes one by one. That's and crazy. And they have to find out who it is. 
and Pluto is like a hard-boiled noir detective retelling of that, where and the it, main character is the detective robot, Gesight. And it doesn't have Pluto from the Disney. No. Or Pluto <laughs> Nash. Oh, why even, why? Listen, read it to it. Read, read. <laughs> but um, Pluto is one of my favorite things absolutely ever, and it's based, like, extremely heavily on an Astro Boy chapter, so... Is a perfect circle a reboot of the band Tool? Either way, I think yes. Tool is better. <laughs> <laughs> it's about whether you like it or not. Not yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think that's a good enough answer for me. Yeah. Anyway, gotta go. Stay handsome, you two, Captain Aaron D aboard the USS Shenandoah B. Huh. Okay. Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, there's another email. No, nope, we're up. stopping at this one. <laughs> uh, it's a short one. Uh, this one is. I don't know about the next one. We'll take a quick gander at that and we might save it for next time. <laughs> it's lengthy. Because I did say the time uh, cutoff was 2 and it's 4.30. Yep. So our next email is from David S. And it's entitled Jail Horn Rock. Is this going to be a song? Well, infect me, detect me, and like a data, wreck me if it ain't the trick, boys. <laughs> boys, I suppose my time at Azkaban Horny Prison is over, but it ain't good news. Oh, no. No, sirree. They's transferring me to even worse clink clank. <laughs> the Alca... The Alcatraz <laughs> Penile Colony on Ligma 2. Ligma Balls. <laughs> Is a huge impregnable space fortress that'd make your Braga say, Boys, please assemble the greatest engineering minds in Starfleet to construct a space water slide that launches you into this giant lecher catcher, but it uses lube instead of water. That sounds great. Anyhow, I'm sending this transmission in secret so y'alls can keep up with where you need to break me out of. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing chatter on the transport that the other uh, from the other prisoners. There's a super high security prisoner being kept in their own octanium chamber. What? Kept in a level 69 stasis. No. Field. Some say he helped murder a whole Lord of the Fly style colony of <laughs> orphans. Others say he just really likes to bite folks. Oh, no. Y'all didn't hear this from me. But I heard a guard mention that this sick son of a bitch was found in a shower with a full suit of medieval <laughs> earth armor. Dude, that's the fucking craziest shit I've ever heard. I can't believe you even wrote that. That's insane. Boys, I need y'all to swear never to tell anyone I passed out in my sonic shower in my overalls back on DD9 or I'll disappear faster in the inhibitions of the entire Enterprise crew the last time somebody showered with a full wardrobe. <laughs> Boys, we heard a little bit about Josh almost getting arrested last time, but what other run-ins with law have y'all had? Oh, no man. time, boys. Looks like we're about to dock. Send an email and join the Patreon, folks. Signed, David S. Uh, well, the one reason I hate the cops is because they illegally searched me once. That's not a fun one. That's 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 not fun at all. <laughs> they pulled me over for not using my turn signal in a a, a lane where two where one lane becomes two, um, which is like. 
I mean, it's like super technicality, right? Like, oh yeah. So they pulled me over in front of my house because I was right at home, and uh, they like accused me of being high and shit. They got me out and like searched me and shit, and uh, opened my mouth, which is like really cool. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Uh, and then they let me go. And they said I just barely passed the sobriety test. And I, I laughed. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> this isn't normally how they treat white people. No, I, dude. I, <laughs> dude, I I thought that. I was not, I didn't think that, but I was like, man, yeah. like, if I was, like, black, like, like this would have sucked, like, so much yeah, more. Yeah, that would have been a whole different yeah. experience. And, like, I, I mean, it's, it, I was infuriated for like days oh yeah it was dude and then like it turns out like the it was a state cop who pulled me over they got like fucking sued for doing that shit like a bunch of people as they should yeah and and they owed like millions of dollars to whoever i was like well i shouldn't get in on that i was i was driving home exhausted like almost falling asleep at the wheel yeah but like i was slapping my face to wake up i'd been at work for like 10 hours that day and my work was an hour away drive, hour and a half. So I was exhausted by the time I got home. And I pull off um, the interstate and I do like the turn onto the main road. And then I do a turn onto the road to head home on a back street. Mm-hmm. And I hear siren and lights behind me. Cherries and berries. So I, uh, I pull off into a p- little parking lot and beside a little um, park mm-hmm. with a little basketball hoop. Like I go there all the time. It's, like, within a five-minute walk of my house, or the apartment I'm staying in anyway. Yeah. And uh, I expect them to keep going. Like, they weren't after me. They just wanted me to get out of the way. No, they pull over (laughs) into the parking lot and get out. Dude. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I roll my window down, and the guy walks up, and he's like, you know your tags are expired? Mm. And I was like, are they? When did they expire? And he was like, yesterday. Oh, my God. And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. He's, he's like, I'm going to have to write you a ticket for this. Mm, quote and I, a ticket. I was like, you you guys are waiting at the off-ramp for this, aren't you? Yeah. And he was he looked at me with like rage in his eyes yeah. that I said that. Yep. Well, they have he those cameras, like, too. Those They like look at yeah. your like shit. It's Dude. He was like, you better watch your step right now and what you're saying to me. <laughs> Okay. And I was like, okay, so that's a yes. <laughs> and he was like, here's your ticket and don't go mouthing off at cops. I have every right to take you in. For what? And I was just like, well, you have a great day. Dude. And I sat there for a minute and like Fuck I leaned cops. out the window and I because his car is blocking me in. Yeah. And I lean out the window and I was like, can I go home now? <laughs> And he, like, looked like he was about to get out of the car again, but he decided against it, pulled out. <laughs> Dude, one time, one time one of my friends and I were walking down the street, and uh, it was, like, kind of late at night in the summertime, and this is, like, like maybe we were in high school, maybe a little bit after, and cops around here are fucking bored as fuck. So they mm-hmm. pull over, and they're like, what are you guys up to tonight? And my friend goes, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> and they drove away, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Like, it's like they knew, right? Like, what the fuck are you doing coming up to, like, kids? Like, fuck off, man, you know? 
dude. The, the worst one was like we lived next to next door to this lady who was like half blind, half deaf, like really old. <laughs> yeah. And um we stopped he- seeing her for like a week. Oh man. And I was like, oh no, right? Like and every day her fire alarm would go off uh, when she was cooking. Uh, and uh for that week it didn't. Oh no. And I was like, oh my god, no. There's and a finally after a week body. we called the cops. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, we think she's passed away in her apartment. And they were like, do you have any proof? Oh god. And I was like, well, we can't go into her apartment. Like, we're just next door neighbors and everything. Yeah. And they were like, fine. Dude, I, you got They send out three cars. <laughs> oh, very clearly this was a pain in the ass to do. Yeah. And these, pe- these people were just bitching at us the whole time about this. Dude. They knock on the door. No answer. Mm-hmm. They, like, go around to the back door, knock on it. No answer. The back door is unlocked. At this point, I hope she's dead. They go in, and she's not there. Oh. And they, like, chastised us for a full 20 minutes for calling the cops for nothing. Can I call the cops on the cops? Can I just call, and like... she died a week later in that apartment. You were... And the other people on the other side called the cops, because we weren't going to do it. Good. <laughs> fuck, dude. Fuck, dude. Fuck cops. I was, fuck I was, And them. the thing is, we lived in this tiny little town, and those cops spent eight hours a day yeah and then would switch shifts with the next cops who would spend eight more hours Mm -hmm. at the sheets (laughs) sitting in the little dining area and eating they just would eat donuts and that's it that's all they did besides give tickets (laughs) and if you if anybody called them for anything else they would act like you were ruining their lives man i don't i don't like the police no sir no No, sir i do not (laughs) When when the big ACAB movement began and white people finally noticed it, yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, no, sh- no fucking shit, right? Yeah. Did that happen to me, like, when I was, uh, I was playing a show at the high school when I was in high school, and I was walking home with my guitar and my guitar stand. And the guitar stand looks like, I don't know, maybe it looks like a gun. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't, but... And a cop, like, comes and he's like, well, what you got there? And I was like, oh, it's a guitar stand. I was like, I was playing at the high school. And he was like, okay. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just walking around with a gun. I was just I had this r- high-powered rifle, yeah. sniper rifle yeah. I was going to walk around with. Oh, I thought this was Call of Duty. I'm sorry. I didn't know. It's like, <laughs> get the fuck, dude. Get fuck, get some fucking eyes, man. Like, you're a fucking dumbass. If you If a cop thinks that's a gun, you should not be a fucking cop. No. Well, I mean, most cops should not be a cop. Yeah, good thing I wasn't black or, like, a black kid. They would have fucking shot me first and then looked to see what it was. Yep. Fuck, dude, fuck, fuck Our cops. country is fucked from the ground up, <laughs> and it has a whole lot to do with who becomes a cop. Yep. I think people like you and I should know. be a cop. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, we wouldn't want to be, but we'd be great cops. Going on it's adventures, true. getting handcuffed together. <laughs> <laughs> Taking down drug cartels yeah. against the chief's wishes. Yeah, handing in our badges and guns every other the week. Chief, the chief's saying he's getting too old for this shit, but we know he really approves yeah, of what yeah, we're yeah. doing. Our loose cannon tactics are just what this 
company needs. Company. You, know, you know what cops need? Tighter cannon tactics. <laughs> That's what they fucking need. They need, like, not to hire people with 75 IQ. That's what they really fucking need. Like, we're always talking about loose cannon cops on the edge. We need some fucking tight cannon cops that are in the middle, is what we goddamn need. You need, like, less afraid, too. Every cop is so afraid. It's like... And the wildest thing about that is if you look at statistics, cop isn't even in the top no. 50 most dangerous jobs. It's all bullshit. They're just, they're, it's a, it's all, they're afraid because they're racist, right? That's when yes. they're afraid. And so, Absolutely. like, it's not because it's actually dangerous. They're like, oh, it's my job to, like, like, take in the, the black man. And then they're afraid because they should be because, uh, fuck you, fuck cops. <laughs> We got one last email I'm going to go ahead right. and jaunty jaunt through. Jaunt through it. Uh, it's from Captain and Pilot Dogfort of the USS Prius. <laughs> uh, classic. And it's entitled, What Are You Buying? <laughs> what? It's from Resident Evil 4. Oh, I don't know. I didn't play that. Hey, hey, Trek boys. Mm, Trek your boys. Friendly, your friendly mobile herb vendor here. Just checking in on you fellas. I need some more vending. <laughs> I would love some vending, please. <laughs> Having just heard the latest emails, 108, I wanted to pop in with some drunk party stories as well. Oh, hell yeah. Years back when I was working grave security, you secured graves? That's dope. You're haunted as fuck, by the way. One of the few nights I actually had off, the roommates decided it was cause for drinking fun times. Lots of beer pong, drunk driving Mario Kart, just general <laughs> having fun and drinking. Nice. The culmination, culmination of this all? Cul that, that definitely says culmination. Yeah, it's supposed to be culmination, I think. <laughs> the culmination of all this all is we've had a few dogs living with us, and they're going absolutely ballistic. That's something uh, something that's running across the fence in the back. Oh, yes. God, is it Naked Man? Do not tell me it's Naked Man. So me and my drunken brightness decide to go take a look outside, see what all the hubbub is. <laughs> There's a possum just running back and forth across the fence. Like, this sucker's... God dang you! Rabbies. So again, remember I am drunk. In my infinite wisdom and drunkenness, I decide, hey, I bet you I could knock that possum off the fence. <laughs> so I ran outside, hopped up, and just straight sucker punched this possum. What are you punching a possum fence? for? You fucker! This is a terrible end of the show. In my now infinitely wiser and less drunken states, I know that possums are actually extremely good for the environment and in general just kind of animal kingdom bros. But at the time I was very drunk and they were pissing off my dogs. So yeah, I've sucker punched an animal off my fence and that led to a fun story. <laughs> that story was not fun. That was an unfun story. <laughs> Dude, I hope that you get turned into a possum next time around, and you I hope get that possum comes back for bloody revenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. That's a movie I would watch a million times over. Fuck you, Doug Ford. <laughs> uh, well, I hope you're all having a great time in the gestures widely state of things. <laughs> Take care of yourself and others, but not possums, am I right? Yeah. There's always good folks to talk to in the M-Class Discord, which you can get access to for the measly price of $1 USD through the M-Class Patreon at the usual links. That's patreon.com slash M-Class podcast. Take care and love you all, except possums. 
<laughs> Captain and pilot dog fort of the USS Prius. I said, sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> it's one of the Google responses that we had. Sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... I, I I'm sorry, Dog Fort. You're a great guy, and I love you. But you punched a you sucker punched a possum, and that makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, if it was like a spider, I can see. <laughs> yeah, if you sucker punched a dog that was attacking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if the possum was going for your throat, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. I was getting ready. Like while I was talking, I was uh, shaming this poor person for punching this possum. I was like, people are gonna bring up that I punched the dog. Yeah, but th- they're gonna call me a hypocrite. I punched the dog to save my life. Yeah, that dog would have murdered you. It was snapping at my throat. And then I would have had to do this podcast with the dog. Fuck that. It's true. If, if, if anyone kills me, they get my place on the podcast. Oh, don't tell them that. Jesus. It's true. It's Highlander rules. <laughs> it is fully Highlander rules. You get my, my podcasting. Here we are. What a great theme. Yes, it is. That's the end of the show. Finally. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> we can finally rest. We can rest our weary heroes. Not me. <laughs> no, Josh has a lot of stuff to do. I'm going to climb back into my coffin, and we'll see if I ever get it. Oh, I love it. I want to go into my coffin. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. A special big thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash podcast. You guys are our support net that keeps the show on. If it wasn't for you all, uh, there would probably be a lot less of this show. Yes. So thank you very much. Um. You can shoot us an email, mclassemail at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. Uh, what, whatever you whatever you like. You can do whatever you like. Go to iTunes and Spotify and rate and review the show. We appreciate it. It helps us do stuff. <laughs> it helps us get boners. Oh, my God. Here we go again. I have a boner. <laughs> Thank you, though, everybody. We appreciate it. And we'll be back in one week with more M-Class. Bye-bye. Bye. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time since that last rich master's tale. Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John. I need to catch my fix. Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M-Class email I swear there's never an in M-Class email It's always been singular that's M-Class email don't you settle for nothing less than it's back with a fail. It's empath. It's empath. Empath email. Boys. 
where you find this.